0: guys, welcome to the episode 2 of Story & Reads. Today, I'll read another piece of my writing. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie, I've been in a frantic state trying to get my get myself a decent story to read, and like most got deleted and asked for others, I read through it again and then you know that big thing you get when you read your old work and you want to revise it all? Yeah. It's crazy. So here it is, guys, the new revised version of the the Honor to the Hive, Chapter 1. I really gotta build up my stock of stories. Anyway, enjoy! Honey curled up on a round bed. She shivered. Her Her family and her house was on lockdown, and we're waiting to see how everything turns out. It all happened so fast. Even Honey Bee didn't know how, exactly how she did it, but it happened. Now Honey was waiting, perhaps for a death, death sentence. It's no lie that Hivelings are the worst tribe to be right now. They are loathed left and right. What's even worse, the Hivelings are taking their own frustrations out of each other. Take Canthras, for example. Honey's aunt isn't going to win any Pentel's best honor of the year awards anytime soon. Because she's a runt. Because she's small. I bet, Honey thought gloomily, she'll be ready to grind me with regrets about how she didn't kill me when I was hot when she- Canthrus finds out. It was a sunny day, as the heavens had no idea what I was going to unfold later on. Honey had gone outside to enjoy the weather, and that's when it all happened. Maple was being tortured. His mates could tell. His scales were an angry red with highs and rashes cobbled all over. He howled as he scratched them only for it to get worse and start to swell. Maple's friends drew back in terror, horrified. Honey Bee was horrified as well, but. Fascinated with the effects of the venom. Her, her, her venom. Yes, venom. Maple writhed on the ground as he was trying to escape his very scales. All because Maple picked on the tiny excuse for a they didn't. They all didn't remember much after that. Probably because they didn't want to. Maple was rushed to the hospital. Luckily, Maple made it through. His swollen body deflated, and the hives and rushes eased until they were gone. The injuries might have disappeared, but even the best medics can heal the scar that reigned rained in Mabel's mind. Now, honey lay in her house, wondering what, when she'll finally be safe. She shivered and covered herself with the towel ta- mantis bought butter in the gleaming nest, formerly known as Jewel Hive. It took a lot of haggling. The silken horse selling it, didn't want to, didn't want to sell it to a highway. As she lay, staying, staring at the fine silken threads of the shawl, she fell into a deep, dreamless sleep. I knew it," snarled a familiar, familiar voice. Honey woke up with a start, stark, but she stayed glued to the place where she was. "'Canthus, perhaps the dragon that hates honey most of all.' "'Canthus, calm down. I'm sure it's not that bad,' another voice soothed her. "'Honey's mother, Mantis.' "'Not that bad. Not that bad,' Catus repeated. "'That leafling's mother is filing a report. This will be counted as a serious offense.' The- Mantis whispered, but this was an accident.' It takes time and training to fully control hiving powers. Cantharus snorted. You think they care? They're always sensitive because what happened with the other mind? They'll think that wretched niece tried to attack an innocent young hive leafling, just like the old days. Honey shivered with fear. Hornet rumbled. Cantharus is correct. They won't care. You know that. Honey tensed. What was going to happen? When Mantis spoke, she sounded weary. All right, it's the middle of the night. The watchers won't come knocking until while everyone's sleeping. The watchers were the nest kind of guards, keeping order and enforcing law. She had a point, Cantharus. Cantharus, are you staying here today? Or can you handle going back? Hornet asked. Cantharus grunted. Fine, I'll stay. She said it with an air of doing them a huge favor. Mantis nodded. Nodded. You can stay in the guest room. Honey wanted to burst out of her room in protest. Canthra is staying here! She heard Canthra patting to the guest room. Honey's parents remained. A whispered conversation started between Hornet and Mantis, and Honey strained her ears to hear it. Tailstinger, Mantis was saying. We need to get her to properly control it. But who would want to volunteer to teach her? After exp expedition, they're nef- definitely not going to go near her. We'll find one, Hornet said flatly. The others won't like to see a rude singer around either. The mantis continued in a voice so low, Honey lost track of the conversation. Then soft-taps of mantis and the steps of Hornet told Honey that they retreated to their room. Soon enough, silence fell again. Okay, that's the end of the st- end of chapter one, and now it's time for the side dish. Yay! Okay, so here we go. Here we have the first chapter on the hive. It's kind of short and like undetailed. Forgive me, but like. Um I have like last like I have to like cram in my work and like I'm not sure if I'm actually, like very uh very um satisfied with the result like very much satisfied as the as results of like the prologue of Honor to Be High, But um yeah. I remember because my very first when I fir- very first wrote chapter one of the suit of this um uh, fan fiction, I um it got deleted. I mean like the computer reset and then like got reloaded and then like all my work was like poof and then like I couldn't remember the like the exact details of like what it exact details of the like story and how it started and blah 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 and I liked it too and then like I rewrote it but then like it didn't sound like as good Eh, you know yeah So I really gotta warn you guys, it's really bad. When I wrote it, I tried to recreate the introduction I had when I wrote it for the very first time. And then my work went, you know, poof, and you know, and, and I couldn't remember the intro and you know the rest. You'll see why I t- tried to recreate it. I mean, rewrite it, yeah. Uh, Anyway, although I doubt it, um enjoy You never know what's gonna happen. That's true. Never underestimate dragons, because they might have something you do not or what you do not expect them to have. They should have known that lesson. But they didn't. Well, they do now. They know not not to mess with honey. That little, that tiny dragon had a weapon. Probably because they, she demonstrated on a bullying leafling. The image and his howl was still fresh in their minds and ears. It was a sunny day, as the heavens had no idea what was going to unfold later on. Honey had gone aside to enjoy the weather, and that's, that's when it all happened. Maple was being tortured, they could tell. His scales were in an angry red with hives and rashes covered all over. He howled as these scratched stuff for only for them to get worse and start to swell. Maple's friends drew back in terror, horrified. Honeybee was horrified as well, but fascinated by the effects of her venom. Maple writhed on the ground as if trying to escape the very scales. They didn't remember much after that, probably because they didn't want to. Mabel was rushed to the hospital. Luckily, Mabel made it through. His swollen body deflated, and the hives and rashes eased, until they were gone. The injuries might have disappeared. But even the best medics can't heal the scar that remained in Maple's mind. He quickly grew afraid of small hives and dragonets, or just stingers in general. The good news was that, one, Mabel never picked on dragonets ever again, and two, Everyone stood clear of Honey when they had their pick up bullying. However, you are in big trouble, Honey. Hornet warned her that night. Her parents had returned to see the trouble they'd had caused. What were you thinking? You are lucky that he provoked you first. Otherwise, in bigger hot water. Hornet grimaced. He, Mantis, and Honey was were in Honey's room with her curled on the bed, and that Countess is working late today. Mantis said grimly. Oh, she's going to be so mad. Enraged, really. Countless was vice-president headmistress to the Academy of Pantala. Honey shuddered at the thought, but stayed silent. Finally, she spoke. I wasn't, she whispered slowly, her eyes flicking from Hornet to Mantis. I wasn't thinking. I was really mad. He said so much bad things about our our tribe. He blamed the damage from the other mine to us, that we didn't league with them. That wasn't the worst things he said. All I did was go out. The weather was real nice, and I wanted to play for a little bit. He searched their faces for any emotion, but nothing showed. <clears throat> he came over with his little gang of friends. He didn't told me to clear off because they were playing here. I refused. Because I have every right to be there as much as anyone else, and then he started insulting us, and that made me really angry. I had no idea I had a special power. Otherwise, she thought, I be use it on Camp Aunt Camthroes, and that she stabbed me with her breast stingers. All I could think of was what he said, and then I um stabbed him with my testing, I didn't know I had, I reacted on instinct," she whispered. The silence that followed was unbearable. As the moment dragged on, a wave of guilt hit hit her of what she'd done. She had let down her parents after all they'd done for her, defending her, and then she had tarnished the hiving name further. The silence was broken by a knock at the door. I'll get it, Mantis said quickly. He turned around and headed for the door. Finally, she spoke. I wasn't, she whispered slowly, her eyes flicking from Hornet to Mantis. I wasn't thinking. I was really mad. He said so much bad things about our, our tribe. He blamed the damage from the other mind to us. That we didn't leave with them. That wasn't the worst things he said. All I did was go out, the weather was real nice, and I wanted to play for a little bit. He searched their faces for any emotion, but nothing showed. <clears throat> he came over with his little gang of friends. He didn't told me to clear off, because they were playing here. I refused, because I have every right to be there as much as anyone else. And then he started insulting us, and that made me really angry. I had no idea I had a special power. Otherwise, she thought, I will use it on camp- Canthor's notion that she stabbed me with her breast stingers. All I could think of was what he said, and then I um, stabbed him with my breast stinger I didn't know I had. I reacted on instinct, she whispered. The silence that followed was unbearable. As the moment dragged on, a wave of guilt hit her of what she'd done. She had let down her parents after all they had done for her, defending her, and then she had tarnished the hiving name further. The silence was broken by a knock at the door. I'll get it, Mantis said quickly. He turned around and headed for the door. Hornet spoke as Mantis' tail disappeared into the corridor. So, you got a tail stinger? Yeah. Honey confirmed nervously. And your venom makes dragons break out of hives, rashes, and causes swelling. Looks like it. <laughs> Hornet was silent once more. From the front door, Mattis called out. Honey, Amber's here to see you. Honey's spirits left it a little. She made a motion to stand up, but caught the gaze of her father. Her spirits deflated, and she lowered her head. Miraculously, Hornet stepped back to let her go through the door, which was behind him. Well, in that case, Hornet mustered a smile. We'll just have to do training to control her po- <clears throat> powers. His, he grinned as her daughter's his daughter's jaw dropped in delight. Just don't do that dear party thing again. Well, if you re- well, what if he really, honey? Fine. Honey. Fine. Honey <clears throat> tried to keep her face straight. Thank you. She walked through the door and when Hornet gripped her arm. We'll start training tomorrow. Don't blow, blow it, Hornet said to her. Honey internally swelled with pride. I will. Wait, I won't. Then she bounded out of the room to greet her best friend. There you have it, folks, my very cringy first version of chapter one, and my new version as well. Eh. Anyway, I'll see you guys next time on the third episode. This was Story, Story and Reads signing off. Bye.